Unapologetic. 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 Welcome to Unapologetic. Season 3, Episode 7, Astrology and the World. There are two different groups of people that will be listening to this episode. The first group of people are those that believe that the people who actually pay attention to zodiac signs and astrological charts are dumb as hell and believe anything they read on the internet. The other group would easily be described as said people the first group is into it with and also believe that Scorpios are a bunch of crazy ass motherfuckers that need to go straight to hell where they belong. I would also be a part of said group. <laughs> I'm not saying I read my horoscope every day or even all the way in tune with my rising sign and what it all means, but I definitely see truth in it. The signs and symbols all have very specific meaning, and when they're examined correctly, you can make a lot of universal inferences. So if you belong in either one of the groups I've mentioned, or if you're just a curious motherfucker waiting to hear me talk shit, sit back and relax and make sure to take notes because this one will go fast. Astrology is not a new practice. It's actually the very distant cousin of astronomy. Back in the day, some white people figured out that the connection between the stars, planets, and celestial events meant that there had to be a ton of similar connections between people and the world around them. They didn't know absolutely everything, but they did have a lot of good-ass answers to some age-old questions. One was that it took 12 lunar cycles, or months as we call them, for the sun to return to its original position. They also were able to locate 12 constellations they believe explained the progressions of seasons and gave them each a name based on an animal or famous old white person. They gained all of this understanding through closely monitoring the four quadrants each sign is subdivided into. The four quadrants are the categories we recognize as fire, water, air, and earth each representing a powerful force that each sign is most moved by. Air signs are made up of Geminis, Libras, and Aquarius, and is a sign heavily based on being idea and action driven. We also rely heavily on communication and intellect to back up the three million things we have to say. Earth signs are all of the Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorns, and they tend to be good with their hands in a both literal and hypothetical way. They have been called the builders of the zodiac and are said to be the most responsible. Fire signs are the crazy, I mean, the sexiest signs. <laughs> the Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius signs are all super creative and very self-assured. Finally, the free-flowing, crybaby-ass water signs you love to hate, Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. I personally believe that these signs are all called water, due to them being so fucking sensitive and emotional. No shade though, because they also are very passionate too. Once you figure out which quadrant you belong to, you then have to do a little research about what time you were born. Some say location too, but all the kids from Chicago crazy, so I don't know about all that. <laughs> I'm an Aquarius, with an Aquarius moon and a Sagittarius rising. What I've compiled from all of this Besides the fact that Aquarius people think too hard, and I wish that we were all installed with a button that could turn our thoughts off, is that we are one of the most unique signs in the Zodiac. Yes, I'm saying this because I am one, and because the Zodiac tells us so. 
anytime you got a squad full of motherfuckers like Oprah, Gucci Mane, and Michael Jordan, you pretty much can't lose. I'm not an astrologer or a medium in any way at all, but I do believe that if you pay close attention to the vibrations and energies you allow in your space, you will be able to track certain behaviors and gain a more clear view of what the world around you is trying to say. I'm learning each and every day what the universe is trying to tell me and how to properly respond. It's not even just about the stars or the planets. It's literally about the air, water, earth, and fire that you've been born into and how to tame all four so that they help push you closer to the light. Not death, you simple-minded motherfuckers, but this is what people are talking about when they say you got that glow. When you're self-aware, self-motivated, and on your shit so tough that nobody can knock you off your square. It's a heightened level of consciousness we all should be aiming toward. Whether you believe in it or not, if these old-ass animals can bring you goodness and wholeness, you might want to try to tap into them. They can help you learn how to silence your mind so you can listen to the wind. Heal your heart so the earth can be fruitful to you. Tame your ambers so that you can forever be warm. And let that water flow through you so your cup can forever runneth over. The world around us is a whole lot bigger than just the one we see on a daily basis. And I think a lot of us forget to acknowledge that. Our communities are just one community of many, and everything that we've been taught is not the only way to do things. We all have a lot to learn and so much more to share. Don't be afraid to reach deep down inside yourself. You might pull out a person who will love you the way you're supposed to. Episode 8, Boss Up or Boss Around is coming strong for y'all June 1st. We only got a few episodes left to go, so keep it locked. Keep your vibes right and keep it clean so outside can open up for the summer. I am your host, Juicy J, and you already know what the fuck going on.